From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey in Charleston, South Carolina, this is Teeing It Up. Presents the Sunday Sprint for week two of the National Football League season. Uh, Luke Morrow's here with me from Greenwich. Um, or sorry, not, not from Greenwich, Connecticut. Jeez. I uh, uh, Go ahead, Luke. I wish I was I was uh, living in Greenwich. That'd be pretty. Nice. Things would be going pretty well. Yeah. Well, you know, dream big. Um. Anyway. Yeah, it's been a long weekend. Uh, former guests of this podcast got married, so Mazel Tov to them. But it's been a long weekend for me. Anyway, we have Jets Cleveland. Jacoby Brissett versus Joe Flacco. And the way that I look at this game is this. The Jets were unable to finish any drives, really. But more importantly, they were unable to get Lamar Jackson off the field enough times to prevent Justin Tucker from getting onto the field. I need to see completion of drives today from the Jets offensively and completion of getting off the field defensively. Does that make sense? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, those those things go hand-in-hand. People don't expect... We were just dealing with this yesterday with the Citadel game, but those things go hand-in-hand, and when one side doesn't work, it makes it harder on the other, and credit to the Jets for hanging in there as long as they did against the, the Ravens. They just couldn't do anything offensively, and I imagine it'll be pretty similar, really, probably for as long as Joe Flacco is the quarterback. I think today's game will be closer. I actually like the Jets as, uh, not to win, but as a, like a seven-point underdog, because I think they could hang in there, because Jacoby Brissett and the Browns, a little different than Lamar Jackson, but... I just don't think uh, your Jets can get enough out of Joe Flacco to really uh, win any of these games. When I look at this Viking-Packer game, I look at it, and I look at it, and I look at it, and I go, this is Aaron Rodgers just toying. Just toying, right? That's what Joe Flacco, you know, that, that's, that's what he does. He just, he just toys. Literally, you, you, you and I have talked about this at, at length about Aaron Rodgers. So how much of last week and the Vikings win was truth versus week one Packers who don't play a lot of people in the preseason? Because look, if you look at week, if, if, if you look at week one in, in totality, Luke, there's a bunch of, of just teams that were completely disorganized from having not played in the preseason. Yeah, you know, week one is always the biggest toss-up, and then week two is always the biggest overreaction. So, you know, let's not overreact to what we saw from the Packers. I think they looked even worse last year in week one, and then they found themselves in the NFC Championship game. Uh, Rodgers, of course, has the notorious relaxed line from years ago when things weren't going well. So it's still Aaron Rodgers. He'll be fine. I've seen bad Packer teams win a lot of games just because he's their quarterback. Things did not look great last week for them. Uh, They should get Alan Lazard back tonight and I think they'll be just fine tonight on national TV at home. I think they'll handle the Bears and I think they'll be okay this year. With that said, that that may be the overreaction. People are already selling the stock in the Packers. 
The flip side, though, I was pleased with what I saw for the Vikings because that didn't have to do with going up against Rodgers, not the defense. I'm talking more about the offense where Justin Jefferson went off, Kirk Cousins looked more comfortable throwing it downfield. They were a little more aggressive. Now they did take their foot off the gas once they went up, you know, 20 points in the second half. It is Kirk Cousins, after all. You know, eventually uh, his true colors shine, and he's a little conservative, but point being – First game with Kevin O'Connell running the offense as the head coach, the idea that this offense is going to open up a little bit. And it certainly looked that way, at least for the first half, until they took their foot off the gas. So that's my big takeaway. I'm not going to overreact to what I saw from the Packers. I think it'll be just fine. But I was pleased with what I saw from the Vikings and their potential of what they can accomplish now with an actual offensive coach who's not going to run it on first down every time, who's not just going to want to you know, hand it off and throw screens. They're actually going to take some chances. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to score some points. Uh, with guys like Justin Jefferson. So that's where I was pleased. So, you know, to answer your question, it's a little bit of both. It was a great win for Minnesota to start the year. And for those football fans out there, don't completely sell your stock at Green Bay just yet. I imagine they'll be fine beginning with tonight. Uh, Meanwhile, the Vikings have to wait a day uh, before they face the Eagles on Monday Night Football. And you are the worst of the two Monday Night Football games. So no one's going to watch you. You're the game. If there was, if we had a, uh, had an end segment called the game to watch, not watch golf, watch golf. I, I don't know what. The game to watch The Bachelor during, yeah. you would win that award. The game to watch, name any Monday night program. The Voice during, you would win that award of those two games. So suddenly you face Philly. You're on the road. To be a raucous atmosphere at Lincoln Financial Field, and you come off this big win, and it's how much is the Packers and how much is the Vikings, how much momentum, and now you're on the road and in, you have to wait a day. So where's your head at on that? And and on this game for that matter. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. Uh, you know, it's like a, the Eagles are like a two point favorite last I saw. It should be a good matchup. I don't really know what to expect. Like you said, you go on the road. Should be an interesting environment. First road game now for Kevin O'Connell. Some people may be overreacting to the Vikings when we saw last week, so maybe they come down to earth a little bit. But the Eagles themselves, they looked really strong last week and then let the Lions back in the game in the second half. Their defense, especially the secondary, wasn't too great. So, you know, there'll be some chances for the Vikings tomorrow night. Uh, it's it's still early enough in the year that I don't have a great read on this one. I don't really know what to expect. I see it as a bit of a toss-up. I could see either team winning. I think it'll be a, a fun game, a close game, an interesting game. Hopefully Minnesota comes out on top. But the concerns are Kirk Cousins on the road, Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. And this will be a big test in this new offense. Let's see what we get out of Kirk Cousins tonight on the national stage. you think national stages matter to, to Kirk Cousins? Apparently, uh, he finally he started to play better on Monday Night Football, but for the longest time, he was something like 0-6 or something. Right, but... Spread. He's like 3-9. and nine Hold on, hold on, hold on, Never sorry. He doesn't play well. Right, sorry. Bad question by me. Is it something with the routine and having to sit around all day? That's what people close to him have said, that he's incredibly routine-oriented. He's a creature of habit, so when you throw him off that, that 1 p.m. kickoff specifically, even you know even 4.30 games are trouble for him. Yeah, that's what people have, have said that know him, that uh, he, he just goes crazy, doesn't know what to do all day. So, right, that's, that's, that's what I think gets overlooked a lot. People think national stage, national lights. To me, that, that's all BS. To me, it's more... These guys are, are creatures of routine and you're having to sit around all day. We talk about this in golf. We're talking about golf majors, 
you know, final round, you're teeing off at 3 in the afternoon. That's a lot of time to wait around in the morning and early in the afternoon. Some guys are stir-crazy. Some guys watch movies. Some guys go grocery shopping. I'm not joking with you if they happen to live in the area. Like, they'll do anything to get themselves away from it. The caddies will watch the early coverage, see if they can learn. Some players will learn. But you see your name at the top of the leaderboard constantly. And what does that do to you versus, you know, into your regular routine of playing at 1.30 or 9.30? You know, it's, it's just it's a whole different thing. Anyway, that's what I think. I think you're on to something that not a lot of people are. Um, and, 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 and the people close to Kirk Cousins. Sorry for interrupting. I, 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 I apologize. Is there anything else you wanted to say on that? I completely cut you off. No, no, not at all. Um, no, I'm with you. Look, uh, I went through something, not to bring it back to me again, but something similar yesterday with the Citadel. 6 p.m. kick on the road. You're sitting around the hotel all day. You get anxious. You get bored. You're just looking forward to kickoff. Yeah, I get it. And I'm only the broadcaster. Even I deal with it a little bit. Like, man, can we just get to the game already? So, uh, yeah, when you throw people off their routines, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little different. Bills-Titans is the other Monday night game tomorrow at 7.15. Um, look, this Bills team, man, I mean, they've got a lot of pieces. And we saw, obviously, with the way they did in the playoffs and the improvements in the offseason. To me, this always, 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 always comes down to Josh Allen's turnovers. If Josh Allen can take the hits, absorb the hits, and not turn the ball over fumbles or interceptions... This team will go places. I know we say that about a lot of quarterbacks, but it's especially true for Josh Allen, period. Yeah, I mean, he looked uh, uh, great in that first game, uh, doing it all. And for the Titans, the concern is, I mean, can they even keep up? Uh, the offense did not look great, especially in the second half last week. You lose at home to the Giants. And Derrick Henry looks slow. Uh, I'm concerned about him this year. Obviously, no um, A.J. Brown on the outside. And I've never been a fan of Todd Downing, the offensive coordinator. And obviously, Ryan Tannehill is no Josh Allen. So a lot of questions about this Titans offense. I'm shocked the Bills are like a double-digit favorite. I don't know if it'll be that ugly, but Vegas obviously is a big, a big difference between these two. And I think it comes down to those quarterbacks. Josh Allen's dynamic. He's a playmaker. He may be the best quarterback in the league this year. We'll see. And Ryan Tannehill is not. There's a reason why the Titans drafted a quarterback this offseason. Uh, now you take away his best receiver. His running back may not still be 100%. Uh, I, I just don't know how the Titans can keep up in this game. They're going to try to find a way to somehow slow down Josh Allen because their offense isn't going to be putting up a lot of points. Finally, Bengals-Cowboys, a game that looks sexy, no longer is sexy. Do the Cowboys have enough pieces without Dak to keep up with Joe Burrow and the Bengals? Yeah, I think they can hang in there. You know, I do like Cooper Rush. Look, is he uh, Dak Prescott? Maybe not. Is he going to win you a Super Bowl? No, I don't think so. But the one start he had last year, he looked pretty good. <laughs> And it is in Dallas. So I think they can hang in there. I'm not telling you they're going to win the game. But I don't think this is some sort of ugly blowout like a lot of people are predicting. The Bengals are favored by seven on the road, and they're actually one of the most bet teams. People think they're going to blow out Dallas. I don't see it. I think it's going to be a close competitive game. I don't think the Cowboys will win. But Cooper Rush, I'm a fan of his at least. He's he's aggressive. He'll take chances. He's got a good arm. I think he can uh, keep Dallas in there today. I'm going to give you a little twister here. I think Joe Burrow makes a couple mistakes, and this game comes down to the wire. Well, hey, if it's anything like last week, uh, you're right on, because he played pretty poorly. 
Yeah, and I just think Joe Burrow, when, when you have the playoff run that he had, all eyes are on you, and you specifically. And how do you go through your offseason? Do you look good in OTAs? Do you look good in minicamp? Do you look good in training camp? All that stuff. Yeah, and teams that lose in the Super Bowl uh, usually struggle the following year, and especially early in the season. If you go back and look, they usually get off the slow start. Maybe a coincidence, I don't know, maybe a hangover, who knows? A little sleepy, um, yeah. That even happened yeah. last week, and, and we'll see about today. Yeah, exactly. Um, Luke, we're getting the end of our radio program. Oh. I know. Because we kind of covered Sunday Night Football within Bears and Packers, so we got to five games. That's right. We're efficient. Unless my math is wrong. Did we get to five games? I believe so. Okay. Game of the day slash week. End or week. Um, good question. Again, I'm a little stumped. I mean, I probably would have told you Thursday Night Football. If we I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, uh... That's a big loss for the Chargers. That is a big loss for the Chargers. So let the Chiefs at home come back like that. Not good. Yeah. I, I guess I'll say Titans, Bills, after we just talked. But I know the Bills are favored by double digits, but those were two of the best teams in the AFC last year. Hoping to be two of the best teams in the AFC this year. Monday Night Football in Buffalo. I guess I'll say that one. I'm going to stick with Thursday Night Football. I'm going to stick with Thursday Night Football. Right. Um, your sleeper, a sleeper game, I'm going to go first. Bucks, Saints. This Something does not smell right with the Bucks and Tom Brady, doesn't it? You see the people, you, you, you see the Elle magazine, I think it was, that had the cover story with uh, Giselle. Problems at home, are they sleeping separately? Trust me, before Tiger, I wasn't in, into these tabloids. Um, I just don't know what's going on. And um, little, little, I, I think... What have we said about the Bucks over and over again in Tom Brady-led teams? They are second half of the season teams. I think we're in the same scenario this week. I think the Saints win this game. Yeah, Brady has not beaten the Saints in the regular season since getting to Tampa, so I like the Saints today as well. Um, my uh, sleeper game is Dolphins-Ravens. I'm really fascinated by this one. I want to see this is a real test for Tua and the Dolphins. A lot of people are high on him after last week. He played well. I don't think he was great. I think they still left some points out there. And now, as you know from your Jets last week, right now you go to Baltimore, you got Lamar Jackson on the other side. I'm very curious to see uh, this Dolphins team, if they can hang in there at Baltimore. Are they ready for this kind of stage already? He was in the pocket a bunch last week. Yeah. Don't don't Man, let him. want to get hurt. Don't let him. I know, but he also ran a bunch, and he's stronger. Partly because he loses weight, partly to absorb hits. Jets couldn't defend him either way, but don't let him stand in there. He's got targets down the field. Don't don't let that happen, Dolphins. If you want to win the game, just just a hot tip from a Jet fan. <laughs> uh, game to watch golf during. We've got the Portland Classic on the LPGA Tour and the Fortinet Championship on the PGA Tour. Take your pick about that. I will go uh, Texans Broncos. You can't wake me up for that one. Yeah, I'm going with your jet. Jacoby Brissett and Joe Flacco, get out of here. No interest. Person or player to watch today? Oh, 
I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say Kyler Murray. The Cardinals were embarrassing last week. They had a bad offseason. They were embarrassing in their final game last year. Laid an egg last week. Now you go to the Raiders, and you're a touchdown underdog against the Raiders. Terrible. Uh, Kyler and the Cardinals need to look better. Otherwise, uh, this year it could get ugly. Is there anything else we left out of this program? I don't think so. This started as a 15-minute live show, folks. We are at 15.58. Pretty good. It's one of our most efficient (laughs) shows in a long time. I should go to more weddings. (laughs) (laughs) Luke, (laughs) thanks as always. We'll see you next week. Sounds good. And enjoy your football weekend, everybody.